0: Hey, this is Luis. And this is Luis, and we are the founders of
1: Biz Bros. Biz Bros.
0: <laughs> this episode was recorded at a Potmax Propellify virtual event. And if you don't know, Propellify is an amazing event that will take place virtually from October 5th to October 9th. And it's also their fifth annual
2: event. Propelify historically has gathered over 8,000 people in Hoboken for a single day of talks, tech, pitches, drones, and more. This year, it's a five-day virtually experience, which will have investors speed dating the Cleantech Impact Challenge with a $50,000 prize awarded. Talks from guests like Al Roker, Andrew Yang, and New Jersey First Lady Tammy Murphy. And tons of networking opportunities.
0: So without further ado, let's jump into this special episode with a guest from Potmax and a sponsor of Propelify.
2: Hey, I'm Luis And I'm Luis And you're listening to the Content is Profit Uh, Podcast We spent the last four years Learning the strategies and techniques From some of the top marketers in the world On how to create content that turns into profit If
0: you'd like to learn more on How to turn that content into profit Go to contentisprofit.com There's a small surprise in there for you That's right
2: And not only that But there's a surprise for you Right here in today's episode We have two incredible Entrepreneurs that they are innovating in the technology space, and we are so excited we to share wait. their story, their message, everything that they're doing.
0: Yes, and if you're listening now, right, you've probably seen the last four episodes. They're being a little bit tech related. It's like a little bonus. We partner with Podmax and Propelify to bring you guys amazing guests. With a new perspective. This has been a new and exciting experience for us, and we can't wait to bring you the fifth episode of this amazing saga. Oh man,
2: that is can't right. Wait. That is right, guys. Don't forget to follow at Beast Brosco on Instagram, on Facebook, and if you find this episode impactful, please don't forget to share it, share the love, and, and give a five star review. Thank you. That's
0: right. So, we. Have another episode in our hands. Like I said before, we partnered with Podmax and Propelify to share the stories of some of the innovators that are shaping the future. People that are taking ideas and making them a reality. These stories are meant to inspire you to take action and build an epic
2: future. That is right. That is right. And today's guests, they have an amazing superpower, right? They come up with amazing strategies and even better, they execute on them. I Fancy, wish. you need this. You need I, this. I, yeah, well, I, I wish need it too. every yes. entrepreneur would execute <laughs> on the ideas and strategies they had. Woo, but baby. Not only that, one of them comes from the games industry. He actually sure that he used to, you know, like all these fun games that we all love, but now he's putting those efforts into solving real world problems problems. Oh,
0: they are incredible technical, you know, the, and their goal is to guide people in the right direction so they don't have to experience what they have gone through. I can't wait to dive into this story because I feel like every entrepreneur out there has some element of this and we can't wait to present their amazing solution. So they actually have the same last name, but they are not brothers.
2: Not I like know. us. How cool <laughs> is that, Because <right? laughs> we have a 2v2 today. Yes. Two people with the same name right here, but we're brothers. And on the other side, we have... Have two other people with the same name, but they are yes, not brothers. Yes, but
0: you know, more, more on that in just a little bit. So, the name of the company is Eureka Technologies. Please, please welcome Rupa Gupta and Baba Bab Bab Gupta. Gupta. Let's go.
2: Welcome, guys. Hi,
1: Fonty. How's it going, Hi, guys? Luis. Hi, Fonty. How is it going on for you?
2: pretty good we are extremely excited that you guys are here you know we we did a little bit of our research you know look on your page look what you guys are doing (laughs) and we love it but not only that what you guys shared before we actually started the podcast with us i'm like these guys have some a real special special message that they want to share with everybody so i am grateful that you guys are here today
0: Sweet guys, so let's let's and start. You know, for for those who don't know you, you know, who who are you guys? How do you guys meet? Like all these thing about the story and the things that you guys live through, and now this solution that you guys are bringing to market. Oh my goodness! Like how how did that start? I'm
3: gonna let Rupa take this one. And Rupa, you're on
0: mute. I think it's good. So, uh, no, no, no. He's mute. <laughs> uh, we good. We good. We good.
3: <laughs> so. <clears throat>
1: This is a story which is started, the saga of Eureka technology started way back when I moved to U.S. Mm. And then I realized what is the startup community all about? How collaborative they are, what support they have. And then it struck me around 2006 that if I can help the students to get out into the market with the ideas and not fall through as I had to go through with my own robot story, uh, which I build a vacuum uh, vacuum robot that can actually vacuum your house. And I did not uh, went ahead with it because I was not sure what's a startup, what's a mm-hmm. fundraiser. Uh, how can you even take a product to the market? You don't, you're not taught these things in a college. Mm-hmm. And that was the idea of Eureka at that time to help people with ideas to take their product and bring it out in the market. And with that idea, we, we named it as Eureka, instead of Eureka, which is by our committee is that I found it, I found it. I we found. said we build it and we called it Eureka Technologies. Hmm. And meeting with WebHub was the most coincidental thing you can have in the world. It was just out of the world. The, we share the same last name. We are not brothers. We are not related. But we share a bond in a short period that is not even brothers can have it together. I can say that. VG, your point
0: that's amazing and 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 I and I I want to highlight this because I love it like I come from the business side of things like business school and you know went through college but at the same time I I had this little bug with entrepreneurship when I first started and uh, I went into this entrepreneurship minor which happened to be like my favorite thing in college it was like two semesters at the end and we ended up going to these like amazing conferences where people were actually pitching their ideas right and there's always like I always had the fear of like man like if I put my idea out to the world just to like get some stuff like somebody's gonna take it right and now today we know it's all about the execution but at the same time it's it's really intimidating for for a student somebody that's new that have no idea has no idea how to navigate these things and uh, I probably would have been a subscriber of your service, no brainer, because I was like trying to find all this solution on how to build a business, how to go from an idea to a minimal viable product and get it out to the world. And this happened like five, six years ago, man. And I, I where were you guys, man? Where were <laughs> you? I'm so glad we connected now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and 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 Luis, that's the same story. Like when we were, I'm a advisor with the Columbia Lang Center, and the yeah, students come okay. up, and their first question is. What's the tech stack we should follow? There are so many out there. Mm. What is the technology platform we should go with? How much budget we should have for MVP? And is marketing a thing? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) how
0: to go around that. Yes. Amazing. So, bye why don't you tell us a little bit how you met with, with, you know, Rupak because, you know, we heard that you come from the gaming industry. Uh, we got super excited because, you know, you see all the toys around and we're <laughs> like, we love gaming and all that stuff. How, well, first of how do you guys connect? Because you, it, it, it seems like you guys are a pretty solid team, and but with very different backgrounds. So I'm very curious to see like how that happened.
3: Basically, Luis, uh, I started a UX design agency in December uh, with a few friends of mine, and Rupak has another startup of his called Palatable, and Rupak basically came to us for gamification of the platform, and that business relationship just grew, and from that point on, you know, we just bonded. I think we we have the same ideals. We believe in relationships coming Mm -hmm. first, right? We, we believe in, you know, building with our clients rather than for our clients, right? Mm-hmm. So we, our, our beliefs were very similar. And then so that, that led to a bond. And then we just realized we were very like-minded people. And so why not just, you know, pull in our resources and work together? And I also needed a good mentor. I found an amazing mentor. And I have not had a sibling all of my life. I found, I found an elder brother too. Okay. And I didn't have to change his name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome.
0: Do people get thanks, confused when you for guys? Those kind
3: words,
0: Sorry, go ahead, Rupak.
1: I said thanks for those kind words, Weber. <laughs> I don't deserve
0: it, even though. <laughs> we 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 should have like a virtual hug right now, <laughs> guys. Did you get? This is a very important question. Do people get confused when you guys go to a meeting or book meetings because of your last name? Because it happens every single time with us. They're like, "Oh man, I met, I thought I was gonna meet with like I'll, just one. It's two of you guys. I'm seeing double now."
3: <laughs> it's always the case, right? Everybody's like, "I have a meeting with Mr. Gupta." Which one? <laughs>
2: That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it, it actually happened to us. How you know, looking at the forms, and then all of a sudden. A second Gupta came in. I was like, wait, wait, are, are they brothers too? Like, how awesome is this? Very exciting, you know? And I, I have a, a few questions. Um, Mr. Rubek. I'm curious, you know, what was those experience that, you know, kind of like birth that driving you into taking action, right? Because you you said There was something that happened in your past, your experiences that you were like, you know what, Mm -hmm. I want to help people so they don't have to go through all those things. I'm I'm, I'm curious, you know, because I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs are going to be able to relate.
1: So uh, the story starts when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm brought up by my grandparents and I was fascinated. And this I'm talking 1989. And I was very fascinated by robots. I Mm -hmm. wanted to build my own. So I'm putting it together, something, and my in that time, I asked my grandfather, how much can you give me? He said, 1,000 rupees. So he gave me 1,000 rupees, and I built something out. And mm-hmm. then I needed more money. So he said, okay, go out, make make science project for other kids and sell it out. So that's how I built my robot at that time and continued that through my college. Now, when I'm in college, so just the way you have Ivy Leagues over here in the US, you have IITs in India, I used to present my robot, which is... We made it as a platform on which we kept your household vacuum cleaner, and then it will automatically start cleaning your floor. So we made a made a capacitor sensor and that capacitor sensor will sense and it will actually clean your house the way today's miniaturized version of it, which are vacuum robes that are in your house roaming all around, they are cleaning. And this, I'm talking 1997. Wow. So a company approached me in one of those science exhibitions. And they said, if you can miniaturize it, which was in about four lakhs at that time, we will give the patent in your name. And I'm like, I don't have that money. Who cares about patent? And I left it. Wow. Fast forward. Now... I came to US and I'm like, holy shit, I left a billion dollar worth of product out there and I could have been, which I'm not today. Not because I was not, uh, not because I made a mistake, because I was not aware. Mm. So that's where the quest of creating awareness, sharing information started. Mm. And that's what has led to today's formation of what is known as Eureka technology.
2: Wow, that's amazing, you know, and I love how you ended that story. I mean, first of all, I'm, b- I'm mind blown I got that, chills. You were, <laughs> that you built all that. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, but I love how you ended talking about awareness, right? Because, I mean, some people, they just, right, they, they act, everybody, we act in accordance to what we know, right? And sometimes we just need to be exposed to the right piece of information to make a better decision, So I love where this is coming from, and I love that that is part of the inspiration of Eureka, right?
1: Right. And so as it is said, right, if you don't know, it won't hurt you. That is absolutely not true. Mm. The one thing that will hurt you is what you don't know and how to keep that going in the spheres of every arena. So that's where we strive for. We try to make sure people are aware about it. And that is actually the reason why you see Eureka subscriptions. That is where we come in and we say to people, we will give you a team and we will guide you through the process, bringing in all the big things that I learned in Colombia and uh, VG learned in NYU yeah. while doing the MBAs and Masters to bring it out to everyone because everyone cannot afford high-end education, but everyone can afford to have an idea. Absolutely. So why yeah, absolutely. They should be left behind all the best things out the world.
0: Love it. Love it. Vaiba, mm-hmm. like he mentioned like you you went through, you know, your graduate schools and master's. Were, were you always like this excited about kind of like, I want to call it like entrepreneurship, innovation, creative, creating movements, like executing on ideas. Were you always this passionate?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a bit of the backstory. I mean, I did my first master's in video game development from Kingston University in London. Mm. Right after that. I jumped straight in and worked the, you know, the classic, I'm going to go work for Sony and PlayStation, and I did the yeah. corporate game companies. Yeah. It was, it was you know, in theory, it was a great dream job, but then you realize you're a small cog in a big machine, right? Mm. You really, I wasn't getting creative freedom, and so around 2015, 2016, I basically broke out of it all. I, I walked away from it, and I said, I want to start my own design studio. Let's go down the indie route, right? It, yeah. Let's homebrew games. So I partnered with a very close friend of mine, and we built our first startup, a company called White Raven Media Solutions. And that was it. You know, the moment I walked away from that corporate, you know, game studio mentality and moved into the indie world, it was just amazing. I had creative freedom. Yeah. And yep. then from there, you know, I had a motorcycle crash in 2016, which was, you know. When, when you're sitting in the hospital for a few months, you have a lot of time to think of <laughs> you know, stuff. Yeah. what is my legacy going to be was my question. And I just decided Ooh. I don't want my legacy to be zombies for people to kill. Mm. Right. And so from there on, I, I a random Google search brought up uh, and, and I'd also, you know, been looking at education. Education is so outdated today's date. Right. Yeah. And and a big reason why a lot of our countries are failing, whether it's the United Kingdom or India or the US, it's because their education system is dated. Yeah. And one way to fix that is by making education intuitive and fun. Right? Yes. So then it became a part of another startup called Culture Dabba, where we basically were revolutionizing how culture can be taught to, you know, children of immigrant parents, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Because once you know, somebody immigrates to another country and raises their children. They're getting, you wow. know, the culture of that country, but they shouldn't lose their roots. So there again, we used games and gamification to, you know, bring in the sort of cultural education. Then from there on, you know, we a few other startups, and then I joined a company called Arcade Distillery, mm. where I led their corporate gamification department, where basically we started using solutions from the game industry to solve real-world problems. Mm. And so I'm always excited about all of this. The, the, the thing here then this journey was this, I came across so many people with incredible ideas, but just that fear, right? That fear of taking that leap into the unknown. Do I know, I don't know technology. Oh my God, what's the point of me trying to, you know, leave my job and go become an entrepreneur? or? Oh, I, 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 I'm not good at sales and marketing. So what's the point in me investing time and money into this? I, I met a lot of people like that. And I, yeah. I always be that Would kind of, be like, come on, do it, push it. Can I help? Can somebody help? And that's when I met Rupert. That's why we bond so well, because yeah. his approach was also this. he's been through that startup, being an entrepreneur, that route and that role, yeah. right. And people need to take that leap of faith what if we take your pain points away from you and let you go build your vision to life and so i that's love it what wow. brings
1: us yeah
2: i mean it's incredible what people can find when they take that leap of faith right into the unknown you will the growth is absolutely amazing and you you <laughs> name some really cool things here right i love the creative freedom right there's a lot of people that They love to stay in their comfort zone. Again, that leap of faith, right? And I feel like you get to find creative freedom once you go into the unknown, right? You start seeing new problems. How do you come up with new solutions? Um, Of course, a lot of that is how do we tackle these challenges, which I love because how does that relate to Eureka, right? I think, and, and correct me here, but you have entrepreneurs coming to you with challenges. And now through your creative freedom that you guys have gained, I feel like you guys are transferring that to the people that is working with you guys, which I absolutely love. Then you said, what is my legacy?
1: Right. So good.
0: I think that is such a deep question
2: that many people do not ask themselves and they should. Right. And I'm curious to know, do the people that actually come to work with, with Eureka, uh, Do they have that? Have they asked themselves that question? And do you guys help them solve that question if they haven't?
1: Fancy, that's such a nice question because that is the basic fabric of the culture that we built in. Mm -hmm. If we have to scale, if we have to take this idea from Mm -hmm. two of us to a broader level, then we need to make sure that the people we are hiring are having the same value system. So we make sure in our hiring process that we check the value system rather than the skills that they have. That's our priority. Once the value system is a match, then we check out what is the attitude and aptitude towards the unknown. Because in a startup world, is always about unknown. Can I step up and be confident that I'll not fall? Or even more important, am I confident that if I fall, I will get up and walk again and then run? Yeah. So we take that in our process and we teach them and we inspire our, uh, I call them as family members rather than as a team members yeah. because we are a family, we live together, we cry together, we laugh together and yes, you—that is, that is exactly where we are successful because each of our members share our vision and our strategy and they are able to transfer it to the clients we work with.
2: I love it. I love that it goes way beyond a simple transaction, right? And I think that's what makes businesses successful, right? Is building those, you know, those communities and having that bond between everybody. That's super important.
0: So I I, want to highlight here something that you guys said earlier was like education, right? Is so Mm -hmm. far behind, right? Like we... Uh, as people know and people that we list that, that listen to us we're from Venezuela right so we're you know same thing South America third world country beautiful people be, like beautiful solutions too but you know the environment is very complicated to come up with stuff like that and we have people down there we're doing work amazing work, right? And uh, and they're going through, like, all these hurdles. But a big one, a big one, a massive one is education. And not only there, but I've noticed it here also in the U.S., right? There's, like, these massive, big institutions, like – Things that you're learning today, like tomorrow, because of the pace of the technology, pace of things, like people picking up things, it's very very slow. And then you go out into the work and into the the, the workplace, and you're so far behind. So you know, part of that inspires us to start our, our own platform, like learn through through you know trial and error, which it's is, is very valuable yeah. to us, right? And, so, and
2: learn through people like you guys, through that people are like you guys doing it, you know,
0: and uh, and. Yeah. I, I just, I just find that what you guys have in there, like, I, I honestly want a time travel back and, you know, <laughs> call you guys and be like, I need this because, you know, that was a big bug and that's what led to the agency that we own now. Uh, but the the amount of headaches that I would have been able to, to solve just to kind of find out what the path is, right? So... My question goes a little bit towards that side of things. Like, what, how do you guys see education moving forward, right? And for people that want to start their own businesses, their own their own projects, their own ideas, how can they, like, uh, go over those hurdles a little bit faster, I guess?
3: The thing I would say when it comes to education is this, right? The first major hurdle I think everybody's having with regards to education is accessibility and intuitivity. Mm. Right? Whatever you want to learn, it needs to be accessible. Today's day with the internet, a lot of knowledge is accessible, but it's still very intimidating for people, right? Like uh, like for me right now, I have a friend who came to me and he said, My son's interested in game design. Can you point him in the right direction? Yeah. It's very easy for me to pick up four very basic Udemy courses and send it to that person. But the moment I do that, the kid got intimidated because it, it looks like, it's overwhelming yeah Mm. that's where i see the delivery of education is still flawed right it's not intuitive it's it's intimidating and that's where if we can gamify education i feel we can if we can make it a fun experience because we can learn either directly or on the fly that's why a lot of people that's why we have podcasts we might be driving to work plug those earphones in and you know yeah so I think education, the thing is accessibility and intuitive, intuitiveness. Oh, that's- now, that said, the other element is also this. Sometimes you need not learn everything as well. Sometimes it's also good to have a good partner. Yeah. Right? When I said I took that leap of faith from the corporate game job to have being, uh, having my own startup, I was comfortable and I, when I said I got creative freedom, I got it because the things that intimidated me were the technology. And I had a good partner and somebody that I could rely on for that part. So yeah. that get, that's how I had my creative freedom, right? You mm-hmm. know, so having a good partner is also important at times. You need not learn everything.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So having a good partner is important,
1: but equally important is to find a right mentor. And so in today's world, as Web have said, you have such a vast knowledge of information available out there. You have free uh, free education all over the place. But which ones to pick? Shall I pick up topic number one, topic number four? What is my steps that I can go to the next level? How can I go there? So it is equally important to find a mentor. And one of the key uh, things that I have realized over a period of time is when people are looking for a mentor, they try to look for a person who is right above the top. Whereas you should look at a person who is just next above level or two levels above you mm-hmm. so that they can actually help you and guide you. If I am going to go and approach Jeff Bezos to give me a guidance <laughs> or being looking for him, he is going to give me something which I can't even do or even can't think about. So you got to look for the right mentor and ask the right questions. Yeah. The one thing that we all don't are not taught in our education, which we should be taught is how to ask the right questions, how mm. to keep an open mind and ask the questions that will give us, how not to ask a very direct co- direct question which are directed towards answering to you only. And this is what, in fact, entrepreneurship teaches you. Steve Blank teaches you to go and do a customer discovery. And yeah. the key goal of customer discovery is how not to ask leading questions. Because what? if you ask leading questions, you will be down. So education is as much as about knowing what exists but it also knowing whom to approach and how to approach and there are a lot of networks out there right now who help them out and my appeal always is go out and spread to go to the mentor networks and choose the mentor for you to go to the next step.
2: Wow, I love that. Yeah, I think that is this part right here is extremely valuable for any entrepreneur looking to to take that leap, right? Um, We yeah, we come from, from trying to do everything on our own, and then we realize the power of having someone that can guide you through. And, you know, Mr. Rupak, sure. I, I, I know we are coming short on time right here because I know you had a, a hard cutoff. So I want to ask you, you know, is there anything, right, that you want to share with people before, before you have to, to hop off?
1: So one of the key things I'll tell people is family is very important they are your support system do not neglect them ride the wave with them and you will go a very long way out a lot of us think that work is more important not the family but learn how to ride with them with your work and if you have a if you are stuck and you need to bounce off any of your ideas be it technical development or be it digital marketing strategy you can always come and Knock on our doors. We are always available for you at www.eurekatech.com.
0: Awesome. We're going to leave all the links right yeah. below. Guys, like this is such yeah. such good advice. Like, again, growing up trying to do this, no one ever told us, keep an eye on your family because there's your support system and they're there and we thank them every single day, yeah. right? And, and uh, you know, this would have saved hundreds of fights, <laughs> I promise you. Like and, and you have, you know, Vibev and, and, and Rupak here helping you guys through this process. If you go and uh, and go check out Eureka, if this is something that you guys want to do on the startup side of things, this is the kind of things that they're going to walk you through step by step and help you in this journey to to get your idea to the next level. Uh, Vibev, anything you want to add to that?
3: Uh, I would always say this, right? Take that leap of faith. Trust me, it's worth it, Right. If you fall, you'll learn to pick yourself up. I'm quoting Batman quotes right now. But then I'll, I'm going to quote one more, which is my favorite. It's not who you are that matters, but it's what you do that defines you. It's so mm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I kind of stop myself saying entrepreneur is a very lonely world. Entrepreneurship yes. is a very, very lonely world. And... The way to travel is to enjoy the journey rather than the end product. The more you enjoy the journey, the better the end product will be and it will be successful.
2: I love it. I love it. Guys, we're going to have to hang out more with you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I I love the mentality. You guys are absolutely amazing. And I want to encourage everybody to, you know, connect with you guys. Like you said, www.eurecatech.com and I would encourage you to try to, I don't know if you guys have LinkedIn, if you guys want to connect with people and talk to them. So guys reach out, they are incredible people. And, I mean, you guys just heard it, you know, the, the way they go about life, entrepreneurship, building business, and helping people with their own business is absolutely amazing. Thank you, guys.
0: Yes. Bye-bye. Rupak, thank you so much. And uh, with that, guys, thank you for tuning into the Contents Profit podcast. Today was insane. So amazing. Go ahead and subscribe, Contents Profit.
2: That's right guys. And don't forget to follow at BizBrosco on Instagram, on Facebook. If you Everywhere. find this episode impactful, don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review. Thank you.